right here, so that's confused. And I realised in time to not do something silly. Or he did something silly, but cut it off. Right. So, let's talk about splurges. Now, uh, I'm going to define in multiple different concepts what a splurge and or treat is. Knowing that I get some, usually get some feedback about using the word treat as well. That treat is, is insinuating something. However, I'm going to go over it because I feel that's fair. Shut the door just in case. Uh, so I'm going to go over it. So what is a splurge or a treat? A splurge or a treat, I think, from my point of view, is conscious, consciously, there's a word, consciously eating off plan. Okay. So consciously eating off plan. That doesn't, can I clarify, include a splurge meal, which may be a concept people have heard of before terminology. It's not a meal. Or day. Cheat day. Oh, I've not done a live on cheat days for ages. I might do that. Uh, I think I think yesterday was a cheat day for most people. However, that's interesting, right? Because I think most people who did overindulge yesterday know that they overindulged and the conversation we've been having today has very much been around, oh, yesterday, the whole day was a write-off, okay? So let's be clear about definition. I'm talking about uh, a small off-plan decision, conscious, as opposed to a cheat day or a cheat meal, which is, has infinite calories and outcomes. I'm talking about planning small things uh, throughout your week, potentially, uh, that uh, have a constructive influence on your overall diet or nutrition, right? So people are like, oh, why? Why do we need to do this? Uh, why do we need them? Uh, firstly, because from lots of experience, anyone who doesn't have them goes back silly, crazy, at some avoidance um at some point will go very uh opposite direction where they've been so if you're somebody's like i must lose weight i must be very restrictive i must keep my diet <laughs> that's squeaky clean but those are not sure <laughs> squeaky clean there is at some point where you will snap and start eating your body weight in chocolate or bread or ice cream or whatever your tipple is right so the idea is that rather than going very um black or white nothing or everything the concept is is that you you plan in small things that you know that uh you're going to enjoy etc and that are going to um help you get a balance between i'm eating towards my goals and actually what i'm doing is enjoying food and indulging if you want to use that word indulging in the same sense okay now what happens right if you don't have them. I kind of touched on that. Yes, you kind of will go all or nothing if you don't plan them as well. Okay, let's get specific with my own words. If you do not plan these in, some things I, I um, tend to see is what we like to call, or we do call, not like to call, we call them lazy splurges. So lazy splurges is when something is just in front of you and you just end up having it, right? So it's, it could, we all know that person that brings in the really nasty ass stuff to a buffet it's there though so you'll have it because you can right because it's accessible etc etc um so that in that sense would be lazy splurge because it's away from your uh the diet you're intending to build to lose weight uh and it's definitely not something you've planned to have it's kind of like throwing carries in for the sake of it because it's there um it tend to lose control in essence if they're not planned or if you don't have them so you tend to go, as I said, one way or another. Um, so what are they? They're calorifically dense, they're Moorish and they're addictive, generally speaking. That's why it's important to plan them. 
and to make sure you only purchase potentially what you're planning to have. Awareness of this, right, is absolutely key if you're intending to lose weight. So let's think of, and you may know your own behaviours over the last weekend, let's take the weekend as a whole. Now, most people will either plan their splurges throughout the week, right, to coincide with their family or they're living with, or they may store them for the weekend, right? Say Mother's Day, for example. Um, now, it can still be some unplanned things that happen with splurges, and this is where it's important to be really aware. So say, let me use an example. Um, oh, I'll use a combination too. So I've saved all my splurges for Mother's Day, uh, and I know I'm going to have three. Now, three relatively sized ones right not cheap meals so i'm getting to the weekend and i'm having all have it on sunday and then something happens on saturday uh my son or daughter makes me a fairy cake or three or massive cupcake or a cake and i'm gonna feel guilty if i don't have it and because i made your cake and you're like oh okay i will have it now there's kind of like this is i'm using mother's day example which is you know a harsh example this this happens every single weekend in different variations you have to choose then to say right if i choose to have this am i going to make an amendment to what i plan to have tomorrow i'm going to keep it the same if i want to lose weight if i want to kind of then make changes later on in the week to my food then okay but ultimately whenever i see people struggle with keeping that balance between eating on on plan or on to the target of what they want for whatever their, their goal weight happens to be, as opposed to balancing it with this food like splurges or treats, whatever you call them. Um, it generally is very difficult to keep that in check when there's family and stuff involved and they can be quite uh, inflexible with it or continue to still have them. As much as if I have a splurge on Saturday and I still have my four, three or four on Sunday and have a lazy splurge, you can see how it adds up in terms of calories. If I go back to what it is, that they're generally calorifically dense, they're generally moorish, and they're potentially something we had unlimited when we were gaining weight, you can see how it can start to add up, especially if you're not planning and planning, what I'd like to say is, well, it's plan to fail, fail to plan, right, isn't it? Something like that. Failing to plan is planning to fail. That's the one that's a mouthful, isn't it? Um, however, it's, it's very, very true. Now, some of the general rules of thumb, I would say, to any client who says what is a splurge Helen I say well let's be honest it's probably not a bag of sprouts it's something that you know uh is on the line of where you might get addicted to so planning it means as I said earlier planning the size of which you're going to have it how often you're going to have it and the environment of which you're having it in um and the other players that might get involved in your splurge and who do I mean by players I mean as I commented on earlier your significant others Right. Are they going to influence your decisions around your splurges? Um, if you are not planning something that you're really going to enjoy as well. I get that a lot. I see that a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, I plan some sun bites in as a splurge. I challenged a client with that one. I mean, it's, maybe it's personal opinion. Um, if someone is, is planning a splurge and they have sun bites, I'm kind of guaranteed they're going to have something else on top of that as well as right because this is a this is a thing we give principle with um eating in this way when we're looking at like a 70 30 split or 80 20 or whatever you, you want to do in terms of goals not me this time 
Do you can hear that? What me? Someone's breaking in. Um, if you're eating to, to 80, 20, 70, 30, you want to ensure that that time you're eating away from your plan is actually something you're going to enjoy. So again, rule of thumb, if you're picking a splurge, pick something you genuinely enjoy. You do genuinely, you've got to get involved with. It's like the example I used earlier where somebody brings in a scabby flapjack that's out of date, right? And you eat it because it's there. The challenge with that is that it's like, well, I didn't even enjoy that. Why did I even bother? You've done it though, right? And that's an unplanned lazy splurge. So then, tying this all together, then you've got to choose what you do the rest of your week or what you have your splurges for. Would you waste it on three scabby flapjacks? I'm selling them here, I know. There's always that one person, right? It's got the yellow sticker on and they just rip it off and bring it in. <laughs> scabby flapjack. It's true though. If you don't enjoy what you're going to plan and really enjoy it, know that you're probably going to eat something else and you can end up eating more calories than you plan to because of that. Lots of people avoid splurges for that reason, I think, as well. Lots of people go, I've not, not got any splurges, not planned anything. Not planned anything. No, 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 I want a really good result. I've not planned anything. Especially on the, on we, when we do challenges, I see this, and I'm really discouraged this. Not planned anything. Oh, when that happens, though, they're going to end up eating stuff they're not really going to enjoy, and it's going to create a lot of guilt. That's the flip side of this. Unplanned lazy splurges create the feeling of guilt. Why? Because you will think yourself into a state of guilt. I shouldn't have done that. I wasn't. I didn't mean to do that. Why did I do it? I didn't even enjoy it. Right? And I've talked about this a lot. How do you create a feeling of an emotion? You think yourself into that state. Just so you can think yourself angry and frustrated about things. You can think yourself into a state of emotion of guilt. Which is, I'm wrong. I shouldn't have done that. I failed because I had X, Y, Z. Why? Because it's unplanned. Right? Or... You've planned something and overindulged or just had it because it's lazy, right? So that's where guilt comes around when you're eating these particular things, when it's unplanned. If you cast your mind back too, it's only a few members as well, uh, you know, challenge or otherwise, when you are, uh, I'll use the word because I am, for an extreme example, binging on food, the sense of guilt would be comparative to the amount of binging. So the more there was unplanned food and unplanned binging, in my experience, there is a equal amount of guilt following that right so it stands the reason if i'm planning in a small splurge of which i've bought which i'm planning to enjoy which i've been looking forward to all week and i know i'm gonna stick to it i really enjoy i'm gonna really engage in that splurge am i gonna feel as guilty no i'm not because it's comparative again to the behavior of which i choose to make so am i think myself guilty no because my thoughts are going to be i plan to have that it's i had exactly what i planned to have I really enjoyed it. It's one of my favourite things to eat. And I can't wait until next week where I can have another one. And I might find I might change it up in a bit different flavour or something. Now that's a very different thought process between I didn't mean to have that. That was too big. I shouldn't have had it. Now my weight's going to... It just goes and goes and goes and goes. So this is my main primary reason why planning spurges is key. It's not avoiding them, not having them. It's building them in. Knowing where they sit in your percentage towards what you want to get in your goal and how quickly, for example. Or is it imperative that you A, have them and B, that they are planned. And C, that you talk to your coach if you think some things are, are a splurge or not, okay? No question is stupid. Like, the thing not to do is to make an assumption and or not ask a question and have something anyway. Now, I'm not saying there's anything on or off the table. I'm absolutely not. However, I would always go to... <laughs> This is a legit situation that happened to me three years ago where, um, and I've talked about this before, where a client sent me a no lie, and more exaggeration. <laughs> I'm just laughing. 
oh sorry, a, when I say a fingernail, a fingernail of chocolate that was so small, I didn't even know she would have tasted that, especially here's my splurge, it's my, it's one of my splurges for the week. I mean, I was still in, I hadn't written a response straight away because I thought I need some time to respond to this because my immediate response is, no, eat more. <laughs> but I needed to phrase it in a way that, that, that I could kind of give that, that client constructive support around it. In the meantime, another one of my clients has sent me their splurge and their splurge was two waffles, two or three scoops of ice cream. I can't remember now. Well, that's not the issue. Um, Nutella on top and hazelnuts and there's some strawberries on the side and this client said here is my splurge here's my one splurge one of my splurges for the week now that's the extreme example and it did happen literally it was it was a tuesday morning it's around about 11 o'clock i remember because it's so I like oh now i need to pause before i respond to both of these to make sure that, that, that each client understands it but there's an extreme and yet both clients in their concept were like this is a splurge so if you're not sure if you're like is this a splurge is this more than one splurge okay Again, some guidance I've given over the last couple of weeks and using another example of a client who did this brilliantly, who planned a uh, brownie as, a, as one splurge. She had it pre-ordered. When it arrived and she started to eat it, she was honest to me and said, I started to eat it and realised it was probably all my three splurges in one because it was the richest, darkest, most indulgent brownie I think I've ever had. And in that moment, I thought to myself, I could tell myself this is one splurge or I could accept that it's probably all three for this week and then readjust for the rest of the week. And though, really appreciate this right now. And to be fair to her, it did look lovely and she did really enjoy it. Right. And she didn't need the feel the need even to then have additional splurges because she'd really engaged and been mindful about what she was eating. And that's really important to do in the moment as well. OK. So if you're not sure, though, if you're not sure, by all means, if, you're, if you've got one of us as a coach, please ask and definitely ask if you're planning ahead and say, I'm planning to have this. Is this class as a splurge or multiple splurges? Right. Because like those two clients who sent me the, the fingernail and the what, by the way, I from memory was nine splurges once I, I'd actually ripped it all down. So nine splurges, nine splurges in one photo. And I didn't even know where that would have been. Probably a quarter of a splurge, maybe. The concept of a splurge is really important. So if you're not sure, ask and we'll be honest. Probably don't ask in a moment. Like, I'm eating this right now. Is this okay? In the hope the coach will miss it, right? Again, if you're going by this rule of thumb, plan your splurge ahead of time. Ask your coach and say, actually, is this what you would suggest? Is this an adequate? I really want to have this. But is this really calorifically okay to class as one splurge? Or am I... Kind of fooling myself all right this is all based on the fact that you want to lose weight and you want to find out how to do it understand it again i will recap some of this but understand principally a lot of things i'm covering here to avoid that sense of guilt to continue to lose weight and also to enjoy what you're eating like enjoy both sides of the coin like the 70 to 80 percent where you're eating to your portions etc and the 20 30 percent where you're actually not right just understanding what that 20 30 percent looks like from a size calorific point of view how you're planning etc and how you're executing that uh, and dealing with changes to that uh, really does make a difference to results and i'll tell you this again in my experience the most i've ever seen in a week is 18 okay 18 that's a lot that's a lot okay 
Now, that client needed a lot of support to understand that. We worked to make sure that that happened and that client got a great result, right? But it's all about asking the question, getting the support and knowing where to make changes to get what you want, right? So, more oil splurges, treats, all right? They're relief, right, from our everyday food. They're in that 20, 30% where we can just change things up a little bit, like relax, not have to think about too much within reason because what are they they're high in calorific they're more actually usually addictive they're probably something you really overindulged on before you started your journey to to become healthier lose weight etc um planning and awareness around them is really really key whether it's during the week or especially at weekends generally speaking that's when they most commonly happen understanding where that sits what that looks like and how that can be tweaked or changed for you is imperative a lot of the times and can really make a huge difference to someone's progress um it's not about avoiding it, denying it. If you know you've over it, you've either got to make a decision. Either I, I have a food amnesia, which I've talked about before, fall on my hands and start fresh the next day and start fresh on your splurges or on your treats. Or you reach out to a coach or you get a coach and work out what you can do after that to ensure you stay in a calorie deficit and you stay on target to lose weight. Because that is possible, right? Um, <laughs> I had to work this down Failing to plan is planning to fail. Oh, sounds so harsh. And yet it is true. Uh, if you leave your splurges unplanned, you're more likely to take take off course. You're more likely to have the lazy splurges, as we call them, where you, you eat without really consideration. Um, and also you're more likely to take off course with family members or your immediate people in your home because they'll have their own things they want to have, right? So you may end up like being pulled in on their stuff they've got planned and not even enjoying it, right? Again, if you're not enjoying it, you're not being mindful, you're not appreciating what you're planning, uh, is it worth it? And what happens? It's more guilt. It's a bit of a sense of guilt. It's comparative to how unplanned it is. How do we create that guilt? Through telling ourselves that we've gone off course, that we've made a mistake, that we've failed, etc, etc. So the more you make yourself aware, you plan, you have what you plan, you enjoy what you have, less guilt, more results. Win-win, right? So I am back on, I'm back, I'm back on Wednesday good to know so wednesday <laughs> now we don't talk about this a lot we talk about weight loss a lot we don't talk about how to maintain to have keep the weight off that you have lost so far right no easy thing and uh if you speak to sam and i we both agree and have done for very very many moons that actually uh maintaining is in some ways a lot harder actually uh well certainly uh gaining gaining that that goal and then maintaining certainly is and i'll go through that on wednesday at 5 p.m in the meantime if you need anything just reach out and let me know uh information on how to work with us is attached to both instagram and facebook so until wednesday see you later